house the other day in the hallway. You're singing, Oh, Happy Day. Hi, welcome to Brian and Baden. Michael Bryan, today I want to talk about Alex Murdoch and Becky Hill. And you notice I am wearing all black. I even have black nail polish on. Now, black and red, it's not for the Kansas City Chiefs. I see you're in black and red too. We're not making an NFL football statement. We, at least I, am making a statement about the fact that I think the justice system is dying. You watched yesterday the proceedings where Judge Toll Justice, I should say, Justice Toll in yeah. South Carolina ruled that Alec Murdoch would not get a, a new trial. Now, what was the hearing about, Michael? Could you tell us first? You know, this was the second version of a request for a new trial. The other has already been balled into another appeal, which is pending, because when they found all of this alleged misconduct by Becky Hill, they told the other appeal, said, hold on. Let's see what happens with this very specific issue, which has been brought in the form of a motion for a new trial. That was the plan. And then they had to decide, do we have an evidentiary hearing about this or do we not? We have affidavits submitted by both the jurors and by Ms. Hill, both sides arguing. Obviously, the what defense... was the misconduct, though? What was supposed to the misconduct well, that they brought that there? That a the handful appeal. of things. But the core was improper contact with jurors, talking to them, suggesting how they might decide the case how they might view a witness, specifically the defendant, when he took the stand. Don't, uh, you know, don't be uh, swayed by his body language. You know, don't let him fool you. Don't be confused. So they're very specific allegations that this clerk, who should be as hands-off as anybody uh, other than the judge, uh, that she had this improper contact with jurors and influenced their decision. So you think you're going to get these jurors to come in and say, no, nope, nope. If she did say something, didn't affect me, nope. Nope. That's but then Juror Z comes along. Right. I, let's go back a second. I thought they'd all come in. They'd say, yes, I heard it all. It didn't influence me. Game over. And I've been saying that from day one. But then Juror Z, World War Z. Right, yes. Michael? And so, you know, this juror admits, God bless her, that, yep, she said things and it influenced my decision. Well, you're done then. You're done. That, that, that creates a very prima facie case of misconduct by the clerk in talking to a juror to affect the outcome. Because the way I count it up here, I'm no genius, but that makes it 11 to 1 and a hung jury at the very least. Maybe, who knows, maybe right. if she had not been persuaded, she would have persuaded other jurors. Who knows? We, we don't know. This is not a we battle over the evidence presented against Alec Murdoch. That, that is not what this is about. And for all the whiners who are saying, right. oh, well, he's guilty... I don't give a rip because that's not what this is about. Why don't we just get rid of the jury system? Who needs it? You know, we're on the way to doing that. We're or, on or the maybe way to just doing if that. one out of twelve says they guilty, hey, you're guilty. Then what's the matter? Well, let's pick somebody. Let's pick somebody who watches uh, long crime type shows, right? Crime shows, justice shows. All right. So not only that, here's what concerned me. Jersey was very upfront. She said it affected me. She had given an affidavit before this, said she felt pressured by the jurors. Now she gets on the stand. The judge asks her. 
other questions, specifically direct questions. Did it affect you? Did it affect the verdict? She says yes to the direct question to the judge. Then the judge says that somehow or intimates somehow that this juror uh, wanted to enhance inconsistent testimony by submitting a supplemental affidavit and she's not going to have it. To me, that's terrible because if the juror was, 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 was brave enough, and unlike the whiners who say, oh, she must have been paid off by the Murdoch side, right? Brave enough to come forward for the judge to intimate that and for the prosecutor to go after her like she's a liar. I mean, she's the most brave woman, one of the most brave people I've ever met, Michael. She, she could have taken the easy way out. She had no motivation to tell the truth. She could have clearly said, yeah, I may have heard something. Did not affect my decision. That would have been the easy way out. End of the story. But she didn't do that. And to you know, besmirch her because she was honest enough to tell the truth as she recalls it and how it affected her vote, and then to discount it as the judge did, um, it, it's, a sh it's a sham. And it's uh, I don't know if it'll be fixed on appeal or not, because the court on appeal is going to rely so heavily on what this judge did and said. That's right, in terms of the findings. And she also said some other things. She uh, indicated, of course, that somebody went home with, even if I recall, right? Uh, at least in the hearing. Got to ride, ride home. Another jury got a ride home. Your Honor, I don't remember saying anything about that. And then there was also indication, she said, and she did, uh, judge the, uh, asked the question, the jury frequently discussed the case during breaks before deliberation, Jersey. Yes. My memory is a little fuzzy with that. Also the car ride. Uh, and then they discussed the case in break. That was, there was nothing spoken with a juror at all at Moselle or anywhere else at the courthouse or anywhere. So you have the car ride. You have the fact they discussed the case in breaks. Justice Toll never went back to ask anybody really about that. Never. I mean, we know now from the other clerk of the court who's been there for 16 years, aside from Becky Hill, who was only elected in 2020. Yeah, she's a character. That, that, yeah, Rhonda. Rhonda was great. She was great. But that's, that it appears to me, if I'm judging credibility on a, on this case, that Becky Hill may have uh, prevaricated, not told the truth. She lied. She lied her ass Lied. Off. Okay, lied. That's what lied. she did. Four-letter word. It's a four-letter word. Lied uh, about giving the juror a ride home. And also... It seems then that other jurors may have lied, if you believe Juror Z, about discussing the case. But she didn't go back and ask other jurors, did you discuss the case in break? So what's no. all that all about? They obviously had four or five of those preset questions that I'm sure the parties had haggled over for who knows how long to get them fine-tuned so that there wasn't you know, some sort of um, invasion into the jury's thought process, because we know we can't do that. You can't invade the, the deliberation process. Right. So these questions were somewhat broad and vague, and I'm sure it took a while to hammer them out. But when you learn some of the things you did, you got to circle back. I'll give the judge, I'm going to call her the judge because I, I don't think she's dealing with justice. I'm not going to call her a judge. But, but, okay. What the judge did that I think was appropriate was she originally said, no witnesses, we're going to have these jurors as witnesses, that's it. Because uh, Harputlian had said, look, well, we got about this, and what about this, and what about these other witnesses? He even wanted the egg lady from across the street. She's right across the street if you want to get her. And that, of course, is the juror that was dismissed because of the alleged issue with uh, uh, the that Becky that Hill you... brought to the court. Exactly. So, yeah, Becky Hill, what a surprise. Well, Becky is only concerned about justice and making sure it happens the way she wants it to happen. So 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 anyway, that that was part of what the judge did that was correct. Once she heard Becky Hill and quizzed her, I mean, she grilled Becky Hill. Then she went to Harputli and said, okay, who, who do you want to bring in? And let's see if that's appropriate. That's when Ms. R Rhonda right. came in. And that's when the 
alt-juror came in, which was also appropriate because this had to do not with things said during deliberations, things said by Becky Hill prior to deliberation. And the credibility, to reinforce the credibility of juror Z. As a matter of fact, the, the judge said at one point, uh, you have to start answering those questions to her. And then she started asking the questions. And it turns out that Becky Hill, oh, Michael, I know you're upset about this because I don't know how much you made on your book, but I know how much I made on my books, right? Yeah. Um, it was not 100000 I'll tell you that. I'll like tell you was, that. She said it wasn't much money after expenses, yeah. only about $100,000. Yeah. I mean, the funny uh, thing is, this, of all of all of her lies, that's probably the one she could have gotten away with. If she had said $20,000, there would be no way really to fact check that. To check it, right, right. So right. I'm guessing said, it was way more than 100000 That's what I'll bet. But she, she also said she it. was Becky Hill told the judge she wasn't talking. She was talking to somebody named Mr. Vale, not the jurors, when she yes. said, quote, pay attention. It's a big day today. Pay yeah. attention. Who the heck is Mr. Vale? Right. Crazy. And uh, and the judge did say she was influenced by what she called the siren call of celebrity yeah. and told her you need to start answering these questions. But the prosecutor then also I mean, what gets me is the prosecutor, the AG also like enveloped the attack on the alternate witness and the attack on juror Z. I mean, how could you when you clearly may have what could be a crime here?